going live. friends and welcome to virtual show 70 i'm your host wes with me as always my good friend roots roots same show different day but it feels a little different don't it it does actually it feels a lot different um it feels like less chaos i mean i don't know it was cool doing the sunday monday but it was like one show to the next and we didn't have the time to to get a breather in between a lot of other things and um i think it's gonna be good it, and uh I feel like um, I feel like we betrayed Monday, but uh, we took Wednesday in and we nuzzled it in, and, and we're making a, a new deal. So I'm excited. Yeah, me too. And and I, it is way more relaxed. Like that's the big difference here. Other than people aren't expecting the show on Wednesday, and uh, I guess it's going to take a, a few weeks for people to figure out that we've changed it around a bit. But uh, from the uh, production side of of the camera here. Uh, you know, normally we're talking about two games that we've crashed in an hour or two each, maybe. But now, since it's on Wednesday, we've got four games and I've got multiple play sessions in everything that I'm going to be talking about. And I assume it was the same for you, right? Yeah, well, except for one game because I don't have access to it. But I, I almost thought about picking it up because I saw PD doing a little Vorpex uh with the uh the first topic we're going to talk about but a wise person named wes said you don't want to do that bro like the environment is so cool in this title you want to wait and uh if you can because i i'm hoping it comes to pcvr i'm assuming it will and um and just watching some of this this uh vr footage of it was i'm getting excited now because um like I'm watching this scene that I picked and there's so much going on. These all these people and all these things happening and uh, it's super cool, right? It is. And, and there's many reasons uh, or at least a few very good ones why I wouldn't jump in on the Vorpex train just yet. But before we get into that, let's uh, start off the way we always do by first saying hello to our friends in the chat and reminding any of you who might be new to please click that big red button down there if you haven't already. Get that bell while you're at it. Uh, really important. So close to a thousand roots. We're just right there. Uh, a few more is going to push us over the line. I know. I'm a little scared, Wes. It's like you know you've been waiting for something for so long, and uh, it's like you're 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 going to go to Disneyland, right? And you're like you you're hoping it's going to be as good as you think it's going to be, um, but I think it will be because it's Disneyland. Who doesn't love Disneyland, right? Well, I tell you what, man, uh, a lot of people don't see what goes on behind the scenes here, but I feel like uh, the bar here is raising pretty regularly in, in different aspects of what we're doing. And I think that that's just going to be another one, just another uh, event that raises the bar a little bit more for us. And uh, if nothing else, it's going to incentivize us and kind of motivate us to, to push it even further. Yeah, I agree. And um, I wanted to shout out Mash Daddy's wife for his uh, the late gift uh, Christmas gift. She got him a tactical suit. I'm a little offended she didn't get one for me, but I don't think she knows who I am. Um, and I'm not married to her, so I get the fact that she didn't get one for me. But I want one now, Wes. I saw that Mash has one. Now I want one. 
Um, so hopefully I'll get one soon. Uh, I'd love them yeah. to just give one to the show, right? Like two of them. That'd be cool. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, you know, maybe one day if uh, if we keep growing and the patrons keep contributing, these will be the the type of things that we can uh, we can invest in reporting on for the uh, for the uh, masses out there, right? That's true. That's true. We got to let people know. And that just that being said, Mash Daddy, you need to report to me how cool it is because I need to know. Absolutely. That's what the Discord's for. And uh, Mash Daddy kicking it on the Discord every day, as is most of the people who showed up in chat. I see Onakazi and Overgees have made it. Bidey, thanks for coming. Quadzilla, Gamer Chick, Ever Faithful, thanks for uh, stopping by. And uh, Spry Guy, what's up, buddy? Yeah, Michelle but, said, Dylan said, your wife says she, everybody wants a, a tactical suit. Hopefully, maybe you'll get one for a, a gift as well. I yeah, know. I was showing her the pictures and her <laughs> mouth was watering as much as mine was. So uh, congrats, Mash Daddy. I mean, you, you got a pretty neat little toy there. Uh, I, I mean, that we, we've watched promo material on that one. It's got the localized haptics and stuff on the front and the back. Uh, I mean, it's a pretty amazing thing. Wow. Well, now I'm even more jealous. Uh, Gamer Chick just step at, stopping in. So, uh, hey, what's going on, Tiffany? Always good to see you here, for sure. Absolutely. But uh, what you were saying there a minute ago, Roots, um, with Hitman, you might want to pump the brakes a little bit on the uh, on the Vorpix because I know a lot of people were kind of crapping on the control scheme that they put into place for the PlayStation VR because uh, it is a bit of a half measure, right? They didn't use the Move controllers. Mm. They, they went with GamePad, but it's tracked GamePad. And you might not think that it's such a big deal, but it is. The 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 things that you use the uh, the tracking for with the gamepad really does up the immersion. You do have some semblance of hand presence in the game. Now, with that said, it obviously isn't full, you know, sixth off hand can hand presence in the game but something is better than nothing and what they give you works very well so long as you have your camera set up properly and that's a big deal here and uh, i put an emphasis on that because your camera placement for this game is very different than other games i had to take my camera down i had to get it a little closer because that light bar is not very big but uh when you do get it uh get it in the right position all of a sudden, you know, you've got your hands and you can grab pistols and aim down the sights. Everything that you can do in a VR game, uh, even if it is one-handed. Huh. Well, it's still cool, right? At least they have the hands in there, man. They didn't have to do that. They could have done like Resident Evil or any other game and just had to use complete controller. And so what are you, are you suggesting that the, the VR um, on the PC VR, uh, they would use both controllers? I'm assuming. I mean, why would they not, right? Um, I would I would think so, but I could tell you why they would not, because this world is so interactive. Uh, I got to imagine if you had full freedom to just interact with everything with both hands, uh, it would be a lot more difficult for them as developers to keep the player corralled. You know, it's a lot more to plan for uh, as far as damage control for them if we can really just tinker with everything but by, by using a gamepad they can limit us uh in, in our interactions just enough uh to save them a whole lot of um, 
uh, of, uh, you know, childproofing for lack of a better term. Uh, it, it, it's a lot more difficult for us as gamers to break their game uh, with the limited control that they've given us with it. That's true. That's true. Now I was watching um, somebody play this flat on the, the, I think it was the third one. This is obviously the first one. This is the one Wes played through or has been playing through. Um, and, and everything's third person, correct? In the, the flat version or is there? That's is, right. Okay. So I, part of me, like, as I was watching, I was watching Dr. Disrespect play it last week. Right. And, um, and what was cool was like, as he would change into costumes and stuff, then you're watching your character walk around in this new, as a completely different looking character. That's the only thing I would think that would, I would prefer the third person for than the first person. Now, granted you see your hands and the, the sleeves of whatever costume, but I feel like I feel like that kind of gets lost in the shuffle, right? That was like, it seems like that's one of the coolest things about Hitman is you're constantly becoming a different character. You're changing costumes and stuff um, and, and slipping in. And so as you're walking around as a guard or a policeman or whatever it is, you got a very good idea that you're that policeman. Whereas when you're in there, I would imagine like, I can't see what the hell this dude looks like right now. I, I see his arm. Um, Right. And that's not, a, I mean, I would, don't get me wrong, I would still rather play it first person, but if I were to, like I said in the last show, if they were to take this game and they'd put me in there in the third person view, I still would have enjoyed um, the same. Well, maybe not, I guess I'd have to play both ways, but I still think it would be cool in that respect, but uh, I don't know how you could change that outside of... Um, I don't know. I don't know what you could do to, to fix that. Yeah, uh, it would be a pretty uh, stark difference. It would change the, the game uh, quite a bit and make it a lot more like uh, a flat game. And, and I know it might be hard for people to believe with the, again, limited control style here. Uh, but this is very much a VR game and it feels like a VR game when you're playing it. Um, and, and it would, yeah, I'm sure it would be cool. To, to try it from a third person mode, but I don't think it would be preferable. It would not be the same. Uh, it would be great. And it would be a nice option to have uh, even like if they could mm. just let you have the choice to, you know, toggle, that would be cool too, but it would be a very different experience and it would, it would very much separate you uh, from the character when you're playing it as it is today, you are the hitman. You're this, super highly trained assassin trying to blend into a crowd and uh i feel like if you were playing in third person you would just be a dude playing a video game even though you're in the game uh it, it would be a very different thing here um again i'm sure it would be fun but it would not be the same and i don't think i would like it as much options I, they absolutely could do it. I mean, Hellblade's perfect example. Not only could they do it, they, they, Hellblade does it big, small, all sorts of stuff. So I don't see why they couldn't do it. Um, but the question would be, would they want to? I don't know. But, it, I, you know, I, I get a kick at just the beginning of this thing where, you know, clearly the guy wasn't supposed to strangle the uh, um, the news person, the cameraman. And uh, the, the reporter's reaction was crazy, right? She's like freaking out, running away. And um, so I, I just think it's cool. That, like you said, that just watching the um this video shows me there's so much interaction and so many ways that you can um i mean just hit a random person you can kill anybody you want right you might not want to um it's unbelievable it is literally unbelievable the amount of spontaneity 
that goes into every level. There's so many possibilities of what can happen that literally every level is almost like a game in itself. Like you could play any level of this for 10, 15, 20 hours, literally, and have different experiences when you go in every time. And I feel like I wouldn't get bored with it. I mean, I played the, the still to this day, the majority of my uh, playtime is in the training level because they gave me this laundry list of challenges and I wanted to, I wanted to do them all and I did them all. Uh, but it took a while, man, because some of them were hard because they, they're giving you specific ways to kill high value targets. And these guys have layers of security around them. And a lot of the game is just trying to get in, but, um, it's fun even when you fail because of that spontaneity, because when you know that the jig is up and you're going to get killed, then all of a sudden your shackles are off. All of a sudden there's a hundred innocent people in front of you begging for their lives. And guess what you can do roots. You can start murdering people indiscriminately. Mm. And it's so fun to see how many you can take out before they finally get you. Uh, and and uh, dude, I, I just, I can't, words can't describe to you just how detailed these levels are and how many possibilities there are with them. Um, and, it, and it's something, it should tell you everything because I've been pretty vocal, you know, throughout the history of the channel about how much I dislike sandboxes. I don't have fun playing, just playing around in, in these uh, open-ended things where, where I can just mess around with everything. Uh, but this game in particular takes it to such another level uh, and keeps it within the confines of a story, a mission, objectives, that it, that it really does cross over into something special. And uh, it's an early favorite for Game of the Year. And uh, at this point, uh, I wouldn't be surprised at all if I'm sitting here in 11 months from now telling you that this was the best game that came out this year. Wow. I wouldn't doubt it either. You know what the, the, we're, the elephant in the room that we haven't even talked about, which I guess we kind of touched on a little bit, but there's, you've, you know, this is Hitman three. They've gone and let you play Hitman one and two in the same engine. And how cool is that? Like you didn't just get the new game in VR. You got all of the Hitman series in VR and um, from what I'm watching, like, I don't even give a, I don't care about Hitman 3. I want to play Hitman 1. Um, so I don't know. I am a little jealous. This is, uh, this is definitely uh, should be giving pause to anybody that's been saying uh, PlayStation VR is dead and sucks. I mean, if it's dead, I don't know why they just released this, took the time to put this game on it on a platform that's dead, right? Um, yeah, and, it, and it's beautiful too. Like even in the old headset, uh, it, it's almost on the level of the patched blood and truth like that's how good it looks it's maybe not quite that detailed but it's very close and uh the environments are so much uh bigger and more grand in scale uh that you almost can forgive them for not having it quite on that same level of fidelity but it's very close uh it will drop your jaw and that's saying something in 2021 on the old playstation vr headset absolutely and now is it uh optimized for playstation 5 do you know or is it um uh i don't know to be to be quite honest and i guess i should be clear that i've only played this 
on PlayStation 5. I haven't looked at it in the Pro. I haven't looked at it in the Slim. It might not be quite so beautiful an experience when I get in there on those, but I think it is. Most people, uh, I don't think I've heard anybody say anything negative about it, to be quite honest. Um, But I have only experienced this on PlayStation 5. Oh, well, you've been slumming it with the 5. Um, that's the only I wouldn't be playing it on four either. I'd be like, if I had a five in there, why be like going back to an older computer to play VR? Why would you? Um, but yeah, that's cool, man. Um, so do you think, I mean, have they had, is there any like talk about coming to PC VR or is there, I mean, um, I know, you know, I would be surprised if it didn't eventually come to PC VR. The, The only thing that makes me, uh, you know, at all skeptical about it's what we already talked about is because they would kind of be forced to take the shackles off because there is no track gamepad on PC. So they would have to give you full freedom of, of, you know, uh, two motion controllers, which would be awesome. I mean, I would buy the game over again just for that. But uh, yeah, I mean, this is a big franchise. It's not a a Sony first party studio. Uh, I would be surprised if Sony shelled out enough money to uh to make this uh, a permanent exclusive I, I would say six months a year from now we very well could be seeing uh hitman vr on pc and that's good i mean it gives them a whole other year to uh to work out the the kinks that would come with having that kind of freedom from having both of your hands that's not good because that means i gotta wait a year now let me ask you um okay you said that like what do you think the odds like couldn't they just oh the guy's gonna drown that guy in the toilet holy crap um <laughs> that is insane bro i don't know that that's a very nice thing to do um it's they... awesome too because you have to you have to set that up like you have to uh you have to do things to get these guys to go into the toilet so you can drown them in it mm, well that doesn't look like a good toilet to get stuck in either um <laughs> <laughs> couldn't they just do the same thing with the controllers that pixel rip did where you've got two controllers, but it's just they're kind of together as one. So they it would, could, it would, they could, but but you know how PC VR guys are. If they give you full motion controllers, but then limit what you can do with them, uh, people are going to flip their shit and they're going to give yeah. it negative reviews. And uh, I, I just don't see that happening. How do you give this game negative reviews, bro? Like I know, man, it looks good. I I don't know. I, I'm psyched for it. Um, I uh, I wasn't psyched for it in the beginning, but watching the more game footage I watch, I, I think you were right. It's it's just super cool of just all the different things you can do. And um, it looks like, I mean, it's a AAA game, so the story's there. And that's the that's the big thing, too, and the gameplay loop. So Yeah, and it's a killer amount of content. You know, uh, I bought the game, uh, 60 bucks, worth it all day long just for Hitman 3. I already had Hitman 1, Although I'd never played it. I had Hitman 1 from PlayStation Plus forever ago. I got that one for free. Ooh. And then like the uh, part two was on sale for like 12 bucks or something. So I went ahead and picked it up too. And I should say this. It's a bit of a, um, I don't know. It's a bit of a process to get these levels into the game. They don't just magically show up in Hitman 3. And if you only have Hitman 1 and Hitman 3, you can't import the levels from one into three you have to have two hmm. and the way it works is uh you have to go through the process of importing the hitman one levels into hitman two and now with hitman three you can import the levels from hitman two 
in the Hitman 3. And since you already have the levels from one into it all transfers over into three. So it's, it was a bit of a process. It took me a couple of hours due to problems with their servers and other mm. things that they were having on launch. Uh, but eventually we got there and uh, having not played Hitman before, I was kind of expecting, I don't know. I didn't really expect the full game experience from the early levels, the way that they talked about it, they said you can import these levels and I knew they were sandboxes so I just kind of thought that, that, you know, they would allow you to maybe play through a story level here and there, disjointed. You pick the level, you play it, and it kicks you back out. But this is full-on linear story mode. So you, mm. you start at the first level. There's cinema sequences in between. You play through the whole game, man. You play through the whole game. It's really impressive, and it is a lot of content. Well, like Tiffany said, it's, uh, it's definitely a... Um... It's an accomplishment that what they did with this. And it gives me hope for future games. Like, why couldn't they do any series, a new series, and then retroactively bring everything into it? Like, it's, it, you know, I don't know what it takes and what these devs did to get it all in there, but I do know that we're technologically in a place where it's getting easier to port these games over. And um, it's just another testament that these AAA games are coming into VR, and it's just a matter of time before you get your favorite uh, game in VR, um, I believe it's going to, at one point, just going to be a super easy uh, transfer for them. But I don't know, maybe I'm naive on that one. So, Yeah, uh, Dave Station VR checking in in the chat says that he doesn't think that they would have been able to pull it off without using the DualShock 4. And he says, to be honest, uh, he wishes that they'd remove some of the motion controls and uh, make it more gamepad-like with button prompts instead. Uh, I don't know specifically what he means by that. I can't think of uh, uh, of uh, anything that really didn't feel good other than like two-handed guns felt a little weird. But again, this game isn't about guns. Like if you're using a gun, you're dicked anyway. So like it, it's about sneaking in and sneaking out. Uh, the, the only gun that you should be using is your silenced pistol. And pistols feel good. You take your game pad literally into one hand and just kind of, point it up and, and hit the trigger you know uh it, it feels and looks really good and, and natural to be quite honest yeah well that's good you know it could be that uh what what you let off with the show is um part of what uh dave stations had issues with you said um specifically it has a lot to do with how you have your camera set up so i would imagine if for some reason you didn't have it in that perfect spot there might be certain areas that you run into issues and you're just like fuck i just wish i could hit a button instead um you know uh, we... every everything was very shaky when i had my uh camera in its regular spot you know i normally keep it up high about seven feet looking down on me like a shower head and that works best especially with like aim controller games but um when, when i tried to play hitman like that everything was real shaky like if i would try to aim a gun it wouldn't stay still for very long and i thought man this is going to be terrible just terrible uh, but then I just decided to give it a shot. I brought the camera down and mounted it to my television. Uh, you know, I've got like um, those, uh, that, that two-sided Velcro stuff that sticks to itself. Mm -hmm. I've got mounting points for my camera all over the place. And I put one on the back of my television, just kind of stuck my camera to it and, and scooted my chair a little closer and got closer to the camera. And at that point, everything straightened up 
and, and it worked perfectly after that. Oh, cool. Well, that could be the problem, I guess. Uh, but I'll tell you what, I want to play it, and I'm going to go Vorpex it right now. No, the biggest thing, like, I watched PD's Vorpex video, and he had to go into, a, like, some camera mode um, to go through first person. And it was cool, except for the crosshairs. But what, what the deal breaker for me was, was the um, having to get out of camera mode every time you wanted to climb a ladder or do anything. Um, I was like, you're going to be going in and out of this camera mode to be just so that you can feel like you're in first person. <laughs> no, I'm already out. I'm already already outed, you know, well, myself. So. Well, I can tell you, you, you don't want to have to deal with any kind of jank like that because there's quite a few situations that you're really trying to escape by the skin of your teeth. Like you've been found out or, or, or they're suspicious. Like you, you're not, your cover isn't completely blown yet, but they know something's up. So people are on high alert. Hmm. Uh, you really, you're, you're trying to scramble to uh, find somebody to knock out and steal their clothes so that you can blend back into the crowd. And uh, timing is everything with in these scenarios. So you don't want to be messing around with camera modes and, uh, I mean, even if it didn't, uh, even if it wasn't a big detriment to the gameplay, it would be a big detriment to the immersion. I feel. Yeah, I agree. Well, cool. It's really cool that they've um, that they've done such a good job on this. I know a lot of people were really worried that it wasn't going to be, you know, exactly what you said. Maybe it wasn't even going to be that, like it just wasn't going to be that good, or it was going to have certain modes. And and uh, I just think they really knocked it out of the park. Yeah, I'll tell you, man, I'm just happy to have something to spend my, my PlayStation credit on. You know, I've got that uh, PlayStation Visa card, and it accumulates points, which I spend on PlayStation Store credit. And, uh, you know, the the games on PlayStation have been so few and far between. You know, a lot of them are, are cross-platform, and I already own them on other platforms, so I'm not going to buy them again just to play them on PlayStation. So this stuff's been like, accumulating and you know i i had imagined uh you know six months ago i was imagining that we would have maybe some ps5 exclusives for psvr and some other things i could spend this stuff on uh but that hasn't happened so i was quite happy to to have something to uh you know spend this credit on and uh even if i was paying out of pocket i feel like it's worth every penny uh and, and you know, it wasn't that long ago when we were talking about Medal of Honor and uh, talking about how b high a bar that you set when you price a game at $60 and how it's almost impossible for a VR game to live up. Well, here's one that does. Yeah, well, it's definitely worth 60 bucks. From everything you've said, what I've seen so far, the fact that you can play the previous games, now granted, you got to own them, um, but you know, look for them on sale. You don't have to play them right now, although. Uh, I'm like you. I wouldn't want to jump right into Hitman 3 and then go backwards. Uh, I'm going to go with number one and, and work my way up. And uh, I just love this part right here. That chick just, it's like, whoa, <laughs> what are you doing? Absolutely. <clears throat> and I guess since we're on the subject here, uh, I so that I may stay within the rules of our competition, uh, I'm going to go ahead and make a change to my list of 10. And we're going to find a slot to slide Hitman into here because... Uh, I know that this isn't one that I'm going to be walking away from anytime soon. We're going to call it Hitman 1. Roots and I talked about this off air. Uh, we're, each game is going to have its own credit system. So, like, I'm going to get points for each one of the uh, original titles mm -hmm. that I finish. 
so just let me bring my my list up here and we'll find out where we're going to stick it what i don't know is wes has spent the last week hasn't worked he hasn't slept he's been playing hitman one he's got the whole series finished <laughs> this is going to take me three months to finish each each selection if i play it regularly because i'm not going to rush through it and it's one of those games where you want to play the levels multiple times each and i feel like that's what i'm going to do here i'll probably beat the game three times before i beat the game you know what i mean yeah that's nah, super right, cool. So uh, right now, let's see. I, I'm going to go ahead and um, I'm, I'm going to drop for the time being the Walking Dead onslaught, okay. and uh, we're going to put in Hitman One VR here. Yeah, I don't own it, so that's good. That's a good one to get off the list. And, Although I thought uh, about picking it up on the cheap, you know, but uh, maybe somewhere down the the road. Yeah, it's it's you know you've been talking about maybe picking up a second PC headset. It's kind of hard to do when you're looking at stuff like this, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, for Game, sure. Games you can't play. Yeah, and that's the thing is like it's a, and I mean it's with PlayStation. It's not like there's that many titles out there, but it it's cool that PlayStation VR has something that PC VR has. And even though the PC VR people are acting like it's no big deal, they're full of shit um i know that this is bugging the hell out of a lot of people they really would love to play hitman 3 and you can't unless you own a pc or playstation vr that everybody um keeps saying is is uh is done it's over man playstation vr is out the window just give it up throw it away put it in the trash or you know play hitman 3 i think it's the calm before the storm i think it's very telling that they still haven't revealed <clears throat> resident evil 8's vr feature because i'm almost certain now that it's coming you know there was that leak of the capcom documents that took place about a month six weeks ago uh, a few things leaked out of that of course as we've already spoken spoken about resident evil 4 supposedly coming to oculus uh oculus platform but one of the things that people weren't talking about as much is that uh the leak also stated that Resident Evil 8 will be on PlayStation 4 and have VR support. And nobody knew uh, if either of those were true until a few days ago. It was confirmed that it will indeed be on PlayStation 4. Uh, so, I mean, th that's got to mean something, right? I think it does. And the success. I mean, just look at how much everybody's geeked out about. Um, it's like somebody in the Discord said, like, why is everybody talking about Resident Evil 7? four packs again you know we've this has been out for years it's resident evil 7 in vr and it's even more stable than before so um of course and it, it just shows you that there's that much um that much love for the series and uh it did so well on the playstation vr why would they not release it in, on number eight out so <clears throat> i think they so would. uh google says that hitman one is eight hours long so oh. uh i'm gonna go ahead and call it a medium length game and uh, make it 10 points cool cool sounds good to me all right but uh yeah anyway uh i'm still very early in this game um but i know everything i need to know about it i highly recommend it to anyone out there that has a, a playstation vr do not wait for a sale buy it now um it, you know th this is all the game you're going to need for a while yeah absolutely all right uh so what do we have next on the docket here roots oh synth riders um 
you know, rhythm games aren't so much our forte here. It's not our favorite genre. We don't take, uh, we don't play them very often. Uh, but when I was approached last week with the opportunity to check out Synth Riders, after giving it some thought and listening to what other people have had to say about the game and talking to Roots, of course, uh, we decided to give this one a look because a lot of people have really good things to say about this game, don't they, Roots? Yeah, yeah. And Radio Runt, uh, he's the Otica king. Um, he says, uh, next to Otica, this is the second best rhythm game. He says it's hands down better than Beat Saber. And um, just the, a small amount that I've played, I would almost agree. And for the exact reason that you've said, um, you're moving, you're you're going through environments, you're getting to check out. And this thing that we that I um, that you told me to go into right before the show, which is what this video is, it was like it was like you were going through this the wave, and you were doing a game at the same time. You know, it was so cool. It was just very unique, and it just shows you like what they could do with art, you know, artistic uh, stuff. Um, just to make it that much of a better experience. Absolutely. Well, this thing that you're talking about here, this is uh, the Muse algorithm experience. And uh, th this was something I was not expecting. This is also the thing that the developer was contacting me. This is what they're promoting right now. This is a new DLC for Synth Riders. It's uh, Synthwave Essentials 2. It's got new tracks from Muse on it. And this particular track, Algorithm, has what's called an experience uh, that comes with it. So you're playing the game, but it's unscored. It's just all about the experience. It's about the music, the visuals, the haptics, the way it all integrates together. And uh, literally, Roots, like I've been playing this game of, you know, I've played it quite a few times now, and I had not tried this track out yet. And just, just before the show, it dawned on me, Oh, this is the thing they wanted me to talk about. Maybe I should check it out. <laughs> so I clicked on it and it asked me if I wanted to play the experience. And I'm like, experience? What, what, what do you mean experience? Sure, I'll check it out. And uh, it was really impressive and I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, well, you know, what's crazy, this is expert mode of the experience. And obviously, like you said, it's not um, it's not uh, score related, but man, this there's so much crap going on in here. I couldn't believe I did this. Oh, wait, this wasn't me. Um, <laughs> I, I did not do this good. But uh, it was cool, man. It was uh, I like the music. I like the um, the visuals, uh, just everything about it. Although I don't feel like I'm very good at it yet. Uh, it looks like it'd be easy to be moving your arms around and this is all you're doing. It's not, man. You there's just your con there's just all sorts of shit going on. It gets uh it's kind of for me a little bit confusing at times when uh you get to a certain point. Um, but uh no, it's super cool. Well, the game itself is as complex as you want to make it. So like there's there's different types of gameplay. The basic gameplay, you're just catching these things. They're flying at you, or I guess you're flying into them and uh, you're catching them. Uh, but you can tweak the rule set so that your accuracy counts for more, or you can even make it so that if you punch them, uh, you know, that counts for even more. So you can kind of tweak the rule set uh, to, uh, to, to change the gameplay pretty significantly. Um, with the uh, with the difficulty levels, I found it easy to be just that. It was super easy. It was too easy. Like I was walking in off the street, getting perfect scores on levels, and I was just like, "Man, this is way too easy." So I kicked it up a notch to normal. Right, the very next 
uh, one in the succession. And it was hard, man. Like I went from too easy to almost too hard. Like there were certain levels that I couldn't beat on normal, uh, going from, you know, hitting perfect almost every time to not being able to finish them. So it was a big jump between easy and normal. And I, it almost frightens me because there's like, I think three more levels above normal that you can play on. I can only imagine how chaotic it must get. Yeah. Yeah. It's just all sorts of stuff. I think I started on normal. I don't know what I did. I, you know, it's funny cause I usually, I'm the one that goes on easy on everything and you're like, I ain't doing easy. Um, but, uh, um, yeah, it's definitely, definitely a really cool game. I agree with radio runt. Um, beat saber is cool, but, uh, I think this is cooler. Um, visuals are definitely way cooler. The music is better. Well, of course, I guess it depends on what kind of music you like, but I thought the track, especially for this was super cool. So, yeah, well, well here's the thing. Um, I'm not really going to, to stack it up against the other rhythm games. And the, here's the reason why. Uh, again, we don't play them. And since I last played Beat Saber, since I last played Autica, since I last played Pistol Whip, they've all had multiple significant updates. They're different games now than they were when I played them before. So I can't really say that this one's better than that one anymore. So here's what we're going to do. And Roots and I talked about it last week. Uh, we're going to start playing these games. Uh, I, I'm going to start using my kind of uh, palate cleansing time uh, to put in 15, 20 minutes into a rhythm game here and there. And it might be a month from now. It might be two months from now. We're going to do a comprehensive comparison episode right here on the virtual show. And at that point, we'll see how they all stack up against one another. Yeah. Uh, but what I will do is I will talk about mm. some of the things that I liked about this versus those other ones. And some of the things that I think they could improve on, uh, first and foremost roots, the thing that I really, really loved about this game, um, is the way the level moves or, or you move rather through the level when it comes to games like beat saver and Autica, you're stationary, nothing's changing around you there's a set scene and then the notes are flying at you and that's basically all there is maybe some ambient stuff going on in the background but with this game and and pistol whip as well you're on a rail you're moving through the level and it gives you a sense of presence uh that the other two rhythm games don't and i i have to say above all that was the biggest thing that stuck out to me with this is that there were multiple different levels and uh and you were able to move through the level i really enjoyed that i found it to be a lot more engaging than most rhythm games because yeah, of that yeah because most of it's just a bunch of static stuff going on behind it you're not moving it's just uh i mean with beat saber i guess you got walls to dodge and stuff but um yeah i think that's a good uh, a good good comparison for sure and um i i found the same thing i i like the fact that i was moving it did felt more like a game to me um yeah. or just uh it was i felt like i was actually moving which is cool who doesn't want to move right in, in vr so yeah and the, another thing i really liked about this game was the track selection now obviously there's still a lot of uh a lot of work to be done here there certainly could be some more rock tracks uh in here but as it stands there were more uh, there was a higher ratio of rock music 
in this game than in other games and even some of like the electronica and synth based stuff i i enjoyed in this game like uh the gunship track in this game is, is really outstanding um but uh where the difference lies between the rock music in this game and in some of these other games is there were actually a few tracks in this that sounded like legitimate rock bands or like metal there was a metal song in this while it isn't something i would listen to outside of the game i i would i would call it a legitimate metal track whereas if you go into something like beat saber uh it's kind of this fake electronic metal that sounds like somebody wrote the song for a video game uh that's not what it sounds like these songs sound like they were songs from you know outside the game that got brought in and are also in a video game if that makes any sense um it seems like these are more legitimate artists to to me you know that, that's how it came off yeah yeah well i don't know which artists are out there but i would imagine you probably have a good ear for rock and what uh what sounds like real rock or um something that's kind of just put in, the, in a game like you said that isn't really um it's pseudo rock you know it's rock that everybody could love except for wes um this <laughs> so. is fake fake music i don't like stuff that sounds computer generated not saying that i don't like electronic music uh but i don't like music that sounds like it was written by a robot if that makes any sense yeah um which a lot of the tracks in these games are um the uh now, now, with that said, I'm really curious uh, what I'm going to think about Beat Saber when I mod it and put some tracks in it that I actually know. I, I've never played a rhythm game with a song in it that I know the song walking into the game. And I feel like that's going to be a powerful thing uh, going for Beat Saber, if we can count it. Because, again, it's a mod. It's not something that comes in the game. Yeah, my only thing with that is... Uh, um i got so done with uh the mods and beat saber because anybody i don't know how it is anymore but anybody that was back in the day playing the the mod um it would be great until they changed something and then the mod would break and then now you don't have your mod things you got to go back in and fix a bunch of shit to get it to work again and it, that happened like five or six times and i there was a point where i just said i'm done <laughs> i'm not doing it anymore i've done it too many times and to be honest you know i don't it's great to listen to these music things, um, to music you like, but rarely have I played a track that is made well for music that you like. It's usually just slapped in there and it's got your music, but it's not like when you play a track that somebody's professionally made for the game, whether it be Attica, Beat Saber, whatever, you can tell it feels right. You know what I mean? Like there's, it's just the rhythm and everything is, and you just get into this thing, you know? And, but when you play these tracks that that are your favorite songs it's your favorite song and you're just slicing blocks bro you know what i mean it, it's just <laughs> yeah. not i don't like it as much um and everybody swears by it that's great uh, i'm not one that's been that i'm not that into music um in general uh you know i started listening to music mostly when i was like 16 17 which is way after most people do um so i i kind of missed the whole boat of uh, of how magical music is um but uh that being said i, th I think it'd be cool to um to see what uh some see if there are any good tracks out there so i know yeah. um delirium drew will be out the first one to ask because he's the beat saber aficionado right 
Well, I think everybody's a Beach Saber aficionado, to be quite honest. It's a popular game. Um, yeah, that was one of the things I liked about, again, the gunship track that I played on that Synthwave Essentials 2. Uh, is that I felt like the beat map on it was really well done. It almost felt like dancing, uh, you know, playing that thing. And it, it was really, uh, you could tell it was a pro that put that thing together. You know, it's funny. Radio Runt says there are good custom maps out, mappers out there for all rhythm games. That's true. There are some good uh, mappers. But if you've ever um, have Radio Runt um, give you some uh, Audica ones to play, uh, because the ones that he said, oh, dude, you got you got to try these ones. These are awesome. They're so hard. I can't do it, dude, because Radio <laughs> Runt is so good at the game. He's sending me to these amazing maps that I they're just too good. I mean, they're too hard for me to play, bro. Like these are expert plus or I don't know what the hell they are, but um I thought I was good at um at Autica until I met Radio Runt and then I thought eh, I'm okay. So there's always somebody better, right? That's right. But uh, so so what can this game in, improve on? Well, uh, there was one thing in particular, uh, you know, it was very polished and a very well done uh, game in most aspects. But I feel like there's one big thing that all the other major rhythm games have going for them that this game does not. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of options here. right? I mentioned before the different options with the gameplay and the different difficulty levels, all the different uh, levels that you can play through and you can uh, turn a randomizer on that just completely mashes this stuff up for you uh, but what there was wasn't was any sense of direction in the game it's mm -hmm. all you setting it up beforehand and then doing it uh, no campaign play at all and that's what I feel like this game really needs is it needs a nice lengthy campaign that takes the beginner you know runs them through a few tracks adds layers into the complexity of the gameplay as you go through it and then by the end of it hours and hours and hours and days of practice weeks of practice months of practice down the line you finally make it through the whole thing and you're an expert uh Audica has it obviously pistol whip now has it beat saber has it this game does it this game's all settings and then you go play unless i'm missing it and uh and another thing uh, uh this experience that we let off with the muse experience i'd like to know if there were more of those uh there's nothing that says this track has an experience so like could there be more is this the only one that has it is there a way to filter that out I didn't see any way to uh, filter it. So th those were two things that I would really like to see implemented in future updates to this game. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, you want an experience button, you know? Just have me a, a category that's got all the experiences, if there are other ones. And if there aren't any other ones, well, devs, you need to get some more because it was badass. <laughs> we want more. Exactly. We already want more, and we've only done one. So... Um, hopefully there is more and I'm sure there's more that will come and you got to remember and maybe that's in the plans for um for a uh, campaign because I agree it's just like a good story it pulls you through the game and a campaign in a game like this will give you structure and uh and like you said ramp it up as you go along Beat Saber didn't have the campaign right off the bat I don't know that Autica did either maybe it did but um it's something that they could easily add um easily in my mind anyway uh but I definitely think it would be good absolutely 
Yeah, I don't. As a beginner, I don't know what I should be tweaking. There's so mm -hmm. many different options in this, and I can kind of set everything to basic and go with it. But I don't know at what point should I start, you know, tweaking the rule set to make accuracy more important or start punching the the notes. Uh, and I don't know which tracks are more well suited for those types of rule variations. Uh, I don't know what uh, map goes with what track the best. Uh, I feel like the people that created this stuff would have a much better sense for that than me as a player and especially as a new player would have. And, uh, you know, I, it's kind of like, uh, a, a good metaphor would be the console experience versus the PC experience. Sometimes you want to just play and you don't want to, you know, tweak a bunch of settings and stuff uh, to in between every little thing that you do. And uh, I kind of feel like games like this need to, to be a little more tailored to the console experience, if you will, just plug and play. Yeah, absolutely. But other than that, I would say those are probably the two biggest things that I would say could 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 be improvements. Um, even if the game was left as it is, it's an amazing game. Um, I definitely agree with what we were just saying that we need more experiences. If they don't exist, they need to exist. Um, because I felt I really did. I felt like I was back in the wave and I was like, wow, this is really cool. This is awesome music. I'm dancing around. I'm punching things. Um, hopefully not my wall. And uh, it was fun. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, um, yeah, I had fun in it too. And uh, just as a note for anyone who's curious, we did not try any of the multiplayer functionality out yet. That will be uh, part of the talk when we revisit the rhythm games. I assume we're going to play multiplayer in this and Beat Saber as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Scion VR just dropped in, and um, Gamer Chick says uh, Scion missed the, his most favorite part. Uh, talking about playstation vr and uh right yeah for hitman yeah radio Rent says there are no more uh experiences as well mm. that was the only one okay well hopefully they'll bring some more you know because yeah, I, I agree it, it was cool because even the, i just like the fact that like even if maybe if they have a cool enough track something like this um just that button to let me click it so that uh i don't have to and maybe they i guess they probably you could probably turn off something to where it penalizes you but some, maybe I just want to chill and just want to watch the show and not even do anything, just stand there. Um, that would be just as fun almost, right? Because it was just so cool. Such a visual um, thing. Oh, Risky Business says, try out the 360 mode in Synth Riders. It's Ooh. fantastic. I didn't even see a 360 mode in there. I didn't either. Uh, that was actually one of the criticisms I was going to level is that I didn't see a 360 mode. So I'll have to, uh, I'll have to take a second look for that. Now, is this cross-buy on um, Quest and uh, Rift, or do you know? It is cross-buy, oh. and it's on sale on Steam, if I'm not mistaken, for half off right now. Or oh. at least it was on Sunday when we did the uh, free stuff and killer deals. Oh, cool. Well, then I'm going to have to go download this for my... Uh, but uh, yeah, it, absol it absolutely is uh, cross-buy. I'll have to get it for my link store as well. From the link We're store. breaking up here. Yeah. yeah. Something, something's breaking up the... Uh, the uh, the call like i'm losing part of your audio here i didn't hear exactly what you said that's weird yeah it dropped the the bitrate dropped but we didn't drop any frames or skip yeah. any frames so i don't know that's really weird uh whatever i said it was right, profound cool. let me ask the chat really quick um 
Now, I was going to say, just let me, uh, I'd like to ask the chat really quickly how my audio sounds. I'm trying out, uh, I, I switched back to my old microphone and uh, I, I moved away from this one before because I thought it sounded a little, a little off, uh, but we've changed so many things since then. I thought it was worth another try. So uh, if it sounds bad, let me know. If it sounds good, let me know. If it's about the same. Let me know that too. Anthony says um, he doesn't give a crap about your audio, but he loves your Arizona sunshine background. Well, he didn't, I threw in the first part, but he does love your Arizona sunshine. So. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's really, uh, it's there by default. Like uh, I was late getting set up because of all this audio changes and stuff I tried. And this is just literally the one that loads up every time now. And I normally change off of it and go into something else. But this time I just left it. Yeah, I was just, I did the same thing, except for I was just going down my list of stuff in my thing. And I kept clicking on something until something, because everything I deleted just kept saying, oh, it's not there. And then I came up to lightning and I was like, who doesn't want lightning in their background? I was like, come on. <laughs> right. I mean, that's pretty badass. I got, you gotta admit. <laughs> I, love, I love lightning storms, bro. Like thunderstorms, lightning storms. Some people are afraid of that stuff. Um, I'd be stupid out and stand out there because I, I enjoy it so much. All right. Anyway, Roots, uh, I've been talking a lot, bro. Uh, my throat's starting to get a little itchy. Why don't you talk about something that you played that I didn't? Oh, okay. All right. So this game, um, actually, uh, everybody's been talking about it the last week or so, uh, especially uh, Paradise Decay. And I will throw a shout out to Paradise Decay. This is his video from his most recent. Uh, well, I guess it's the second most recent one he did. Uh, it's basically our, our uh, Resident Evil 7 and Vorpex. And, um, you know, everybody keeps saying the full VR experience is just as good um, in a lot of these Vorpex games, Wes. Uh, like, you can get it all dialed in. And um, and I'm calling BS, bro. Like, I can't get the full VR to, to squeeze. Well, okay, let me re preface this. I couldn't, up until recently, get it to work um, properly until, I think it was person-person, suggested I turn off my positional tracking because I guess it puts that on by default and literally that one setting changed everything Wes I got into RE7 I was blown away like I I literally was in full VR looking around doing everything everything was perfect outside of the weirdness of the controller and yes Gerillo, um keyboard mouse suck it I don't want it I hate it um I'm not doing keyboard mouse ever but uh, but yeah, so the controller's a little weird as far as like the hitting the edge peak and getting the menu up and stuff. But man, I I, I was in there, Wes. I, I fought Jack in the car. I died to Jack in a way I'd never died to um, in the car before. I didn't even know he could get in there and start doing shit because I always got in there. And, um, and I was just as freaked out and frantically trying to get the hell away from this dude as I've always been. Um, it felt the same as the PlayStation 5 uh, VR experience, but it was clear, it was crisper. And um, it was really good. And uh, I, my eyes are open. I've now moved over from it's bullshit uh, that uh, full VR works in four packs. And I now move into, it, it obviously does work and Roots didn't know what the hell he was doing category. And uh, um, it makes me excited because I think this is a game that I'm going to add to my list. I just gotta decide what game I'm gonna knock off um, do it you know so i'll probably look at look through my list here shortly i'm thinking maybe dick wild but i don't know yeah that sounds like a solid move um so yeah for those of you who don't know the vorpex profile 
for Resident Evil 7 was recently updated. And I mean the official Vorpex profile. There's a ton of different ones. But the official one was recently updated. And kudos to Paradise Decay because, uh, you know, Roots and I both have attempted this multiple times in the past to not very much success. And we thought people were just kind of crazy saying that this was good. It was like we thought it was just the PC guys deluding themselves into thinking that this was actually something good uh, because they can't play it because they don't have a PlayStation, right? Uh, but I always wanted to try it uh, because I do know that the PC version has more graphical fidelity than the, the PlayStation version. Obviously, the PlayStation version has to make certain concessions to run in VR. Uh, there's a lot of aliasing and shimmer in the game. And, um, and don't get me wrong, it's a very good-looking game by PlayStation VR standards. One of the best-looking games, period, even to this day. Uh, but not on the level of a PC game. Uh, so I wanted to try it for that reason. I wanted to see how much better it could look because as it is on PlayStation, I'm already, you know, putting my nose up to the wall just to look at the grain in the wood. And, you know, it's already very detailed. I could only imagine what it would be like in PC. Uh, so really that's my first question for you roots is just how much more detailed is it on PC versus PlayStation? Well, it depends on how good your video card is. I guarantee with your 3080, it's going to look even better than, than it did for me. Um, you know, I didn't crank it up. I, I wanted it to run smooth. And so I did, um, I guess there's, there's all sorts of tricks you can do. And like Anthony said, he wishes he wasn't too lazy. Um, that's how I felt about this, uh, at least doing this particular thing. But there's even more stuff I could do. You can pour, you know, do different um, resolutions to get it to look better and better and better. Uh, and um, what I did, it was, it, was, it was better. It wasn't shimmery, like you said, at all. Now, I did have to turn off the shadows, uh, the dynamic shadows, and turn down the shadows from very high to, um, I think it was high, uh, for when I was under the house, because I could start to feel a little bit of frame drop. Um, but no, it looked really good, and uh, it definitely blew me away. It, it, it's, it blew me away because I, I legitimately believed these people were smoking something, dude. Like... I, I, because every single time I went into full VR, I just, I could not re replicate, um, the, the experience. And that I learned two things. One, obviously it is good. And two, um, just because roots can't do something doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Uh, cause that's usually the, the thought process. Like, well, if I can't make it happen, um, and I get, so I get to a point Wes, where when I'm trying something and, and Cyan knows me the best in this respect, cause he called it out in the discord. Like I, there's a nope, there's a, I mean, a, a hard wall. I'll hit a hard wall and then, um, you know, uh, level-headed mellow roots becomes uh, very irritated dick roots. And um, I just, I, I don't, I, I just want to stop talking about, or stop doing what I'm doing. Uh, but I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I tried that positional tracking thing because if I had not, I would have continued to think that full VR is, doesn't exist in Vorpex and um, I can, I now I can, maybe I can try Half-Life um, 2 or any of these games. Um, there are a lot of different games that are really good in Vorpex, they say for full VR. Now I will caveat this and I was just thinking, Wes, I can't, at this moment, I can't knock off um, the uh, Dick Wild 2 for this because it has, it would have to be a Helix Vision game because I'm only allowed two of those at, at one time. I've got Dying Light and I've got uh, um, Gauntlet on there. And so, right, but I, I will add that 
you can return any of them just because you remove something from your list doesn't mean it's gone forever and you can still play it it only has to be on your list when you finish it oh okay uh, and it's so like if, so if i had been streaming it for a long time just like if you'd put been putting out videos right okay yeah as, as long as we've got the entire game from start to finish on video and it's on your list when you finish it then you're good bro okay so i don't even have to worry about it right now i could start playing it and be good right this is a game Absolutely. i wanted to get back into um because i i wanted to finish it back in the day i was having fun um and uh and i just ended up stopping because i got rid of my playstation so yeah well i want to get back into it and i'll tell you why uh two reasons uh one rtx 3080 two hp reverb g2 like i can have a next level experience in this as long as my pc can handle it and i think my pc can handle it so i'm gonna give it a shot yeah that's awesome dude i can't wait to see what you think about it because um i think it's gonna be amazing for you now i do need it's to my... oh it's your favorite yeah that's gonna be on yeah PC. it's my favorite game i want to i want to experience it in the best way possible now let me ask you this is the head movement feel weird at all can you can you peek around things with your head the head is or do it's, you... it's 100 percent normal dude like if you when pd's like you can you're looking around i mean you're um so there's a setting you have to turn off or you have to to sit to invert your um because it wants when you look up it wants to look down and whatever so you you hit a thing that um inverts it but it's a hundred percent nor just like any other vr game like i i couldn't believe that it was i mean you you're in vr full vr i i, I don't know how else to explain it except for it, it felt just like any other vr experience to me um so uh, we have uh, Rob S. joining the chat. Uh, thanks for stopping by, friend. He says, what's Helix Vision? Oh. Uh, Helix Vision is a $5 uh, program that you can buy on uh, Steam. And what it does is it allows you to play your, your flat pancake games in VR on a screen. But here's the catch. The screen is huge and it's full 3D. So you can play pretty much any game that's runs on unreal engine or unity you can mod it with with helix vision and play it in full 3d and the 3d really pops like it's it's a lot more striking than like on a 3d tv or something like that it's very very 3d and uh it's a, it's really a lot easier to use than vorpex even yeah yeah absolutely and risky business says it's too many damn prerequisites to get into vorpax and flat games for him unfortunately and i i totally um understand that i've been there i felt that um now another thing that you didn't see rob s said um when he joined the chat first first thing he said was hell yeah let's get these guys to a thousand i said hell yeah let's do that um so i i respect him for that as well um but yeah it's helix vision five bucks yeah <clears throat> uh vorpax is a more expensive version uh but it actually lets you get into to full vr which um, my last show I said is you might as well go with Helix Vision because full VR doesn't work. I'm now telling Pass Roots you're full of crap. It does work. It's amazing. He didn't know what he's talking about. And uh, you just got to know what you're doing, brah. So. Constant battle going on between present roots, past roots, and future roots. Yeah. Well, see, because that's the and thing. I... Like, past roots always screws me over, bro. Like, he'll stay up really late at night, and then I got to get up for work early. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing, bro? 
Uh, so yeah, we kind of have a, a little bit of um, a little bit of turmoil going on. Anthony asked if anyone's tried Bioshock and Helix Vision. I don't think so, man. Bioshock's one of those games that reportedly works pretty well with Vorpex. Uh, but I'll tell you what I did try in Helix Vision, and it was outstanding, uh, was Outlast 2. Oh, yeah. That game is freaking creepy, dude, and uh, works very well in uh, in Helix Vision. You know what also works really well, which Scion VR said he's looking forward to it soon, is um, Gauntlet. Gauntlet, uh, the Slayer Edition, which I picked up, which we're going to be playing through if anybody has it or wants to pick it up you can play with me and scion so far um i think we're the only two that have picked it up uh i think he's picked it up but anyway it's uh it's amazing and it's from a uh you're looking down on it and the 3d is so good uh it's the best version of gauntlet i've ever played and it's super cool yeah drew says he's avoiding anything on vorpex uh, he's got a, a a middling system which is actually not as bad when you look at what he actually has um I will tell you what it would be worth it for and maybe not even if you don't want to drop the money for Vorpex, it, go Helix Vision with it. But these um, pseudo old school games, some of them side scrollers, some of them top down, uh, even some of them 3D games like Journey, games like Little Nightmares, these type of games that aren't very graphically demanding to begin with uh, are amazing in in these programs a journey specifically was it's one of the best experiences i've had in vorpex and uh no tweaking involved you just apply the uh the 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 the, the official profile and, and you play and uh it's it was wonderful it was great a great hey, experience what, what about my friend pedro <clears throat> that was cool right that was oh, yeah it, it was so awesome. good yeah there's a lot of good games like that yeah, well, we, well, I've got Dave in the chat here, being the uh, PlayStation VR expert that he is. Uh, I'd like to ask, or, or anybody in the chat who might know, uh, my Resident Evil 7 on PlayStation updated a few days ago. Does anybody know what that was? Because I don't know what that was. I, I'd be very curious to know. Hmm, that's a good question. Anyway, GT, GT joining the chat. Hello, friend. Good morning. Yeah. Yeah, and hopefully you weren't too surprised by Wednesday night or Wednesday Thursday morning. That's our new our new slot, dude. So hopefully you're free Thursday mornings, because uh, we're not. It's not gonna be Tuesday mornings anymore. Uh, Anthony asks, "Is Bound on PC?" It is not. That is a PS4 exclusive, and it's actually a very underrated game. Uh, you know, it's a little uh, girly, girly, I would say. It uh, it's not very. Um, high octane we'll say but it's a fun game or at least it was at the time uh but i guess at the time everything in vr amazed me so i don't know how it holds up but i was impressed with it when i tried it yeah well you know what was really impressive my uh my roommate was telling me when it you know he's the one that bought my playstation vr and uh the one game his favorite game is static of all time of vr games he just he always talks about how cool it was the ending apparently he said just was like he was not expecting it but um i i bought that game and i never played it <laughs> so well, it's I, a great game it's a great game uh static uh i did i have not finished it. i played about through about 75 percent of it or so but i never did finish it he so. said the ending was a surprise and it was cool so 
we'll Drew says Bound is in his backlog, uh, like Table of Tales, Souls Project, Detached, uh, and uh, Immortal Legacy. Now, I have not played Table of Tales, Soulless, or Detached, uh, but Immortal Legacy, bro, you got to get you some cookie pie, but Get you some cookie, cookie pie, pie, man. Who doesn't love cookie pie? Um, dude, Table of Tales is badass dude that was one of my favorite games on the playstation vr because it was like the closest thing to dungeons and dragons or in that like a, a role-playing game it was i just was so blown away by that and just how the the different uh characters and like right off the bat as you're sailing across the sea within five minutes you gotta choose which one gets sacrificed and dies you know and then the other ones that are left those are your main characters and I, that alone was super cool. Uh, I definitely recommend Table of Tales. And it's one of the games that I said last uh, episode that there's a few games that I regret um, when I got rid of my PlayStation 5 or VR. I keep saying 5. Maybe I'm getting a 5 soon. Uh, the PlayStation VR is there's a couple games that I really didn't get enough of. And that was one of them. Absolutely. Uh, Hack says that he really dug Immortal Legacy. Yeah, I did too, man. Uh, obviously, a uh, uh, a far from perfect game it's kind of all over the place with regards to the narrative but the gameplay elements were outstanding the level design was outstanding and uh in an age where i rarely finish games this was the one i played all the way through i i really liked it especially uh after i got used to the controls obviously it was a little weird at first but uh after you get used to the controls it's a really good game yeah absolutely uh, anyway, I guess we should move on to our uh, fourth and final game of this uh, Wednesday virtual show. By the way, permanently on Wednesday for those of you joining us, or at least that's the plan for right now, uh, we're going to start doing these on Wednesday. This is what the Monday show used to be content-wise. Uh, really not going to be any different, only I feel like, I feel like we're going to be talking about games even more now because we have more time to play them in between episodes uh so i, I think the episodes like today that are just games are going to become more and more common as we go forward yeah well and that was kind of why we brought them the monday show on wednesday virtual show around to begin with right was uh we wanted to talk about the games and that was one of the things that we felt kind of fell off in the early virtual strangers when there was four of us whittled down to the two that should have been um it uh we um it just uh i don't know it feels right so risky business said he'd love to see polybius come to the quest too i agree that needs to happen like it's not even a want thing that needs to happen and when you need something it's a responsibility yeah dude i need it like i need air you know what i mean yeah, for real <laughs> uh anyway uh we got a new release today roots new release today bunch of new releases tomorrow but there was one today on steam and i'm talking about right the eye of atlantis oh boy roots it's puzzle game time mm, yeah <laughs> fun fun right you know what's funny man i went into this game today and i don't know if you felt the same way because i was streaming it i i couldn't believe how beautiful this game was like the water and i was just like wow like this in my opinion it it blows mist away in the graphics it, like it just the trees alone look better than mist but it's uh um i didn't know if i was gonna like this Wes, because like you said it's a puzzle game um and a lot of times i i like puzzles that are intuitive that make sense you know there's, there's sometimes you have puzzle games and they're the puzzles are like bizarre and they don't make there's no logic to them 
Um, but I like these puzzles. They like, you could look at them and try to figure them out and you can uh, just try to figure out what, what are they trying to do? Like that there was a one where I had to re do the mirrors. I had to sh like um, redirect this beam of light and you're, you're looking at different things and you're like, it's not working. Why is it not working? You got to start thinking through that. I actually like that aspect of it. Uh, my biggest gripe is I don't like uh, redoing something over and over and over and over again and not succeeding. So yeah, uh, physical puzzles here, right? You have to find things and do stuff with it. That, that's kind of the, the, the name of the game here. You got these things, use it to do stuff. Uh, pretty fun, the puzzles. I, I felt I felt like they were kind of easy at first, uh, but as you progress, uh, they ramp up pretty quickly. And uh, it eventually got to the point where I felt it was almost unfair uh, because there was such a lack of hints from the characters in the game. Uh, and you really just kind of had to figure it out for yourself. And there was more than a couple of occasions that I almost just said, you know what? I don't need this. Uh, <laughs> I think maybe the game's broken. And then just to find out that, oh, well, I just hadn't figured it out yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I'll tell you what, you know, that was, I, I, I was wondering, you know, because right before I was going to play it, Wes whispers me and says, hey, if you need any hints or whatever, just let me know. Thinking, man, this dude thinks I'm stupid. Um, and then I went in there and I'm like, holy shit, now I know exactly what you're talking about because you get to these points where, uh, like even somebody in my chat said, oh, well, you, how about using this torch? And I was like, I, I didn't even know that was a torch. You know, like there's just certain things that, um, like you said, aren't obvious in certain ways. But uh, I, what I was really impressed with, Wes, was the story. I thought it was cool, like the, the way that they're bringing you in, like as this tourist or whatever you are you're getting go go to atlantis they even make this thing where they're talking about egypt and and moses and like oh that's one of our special things and i'm thinking oh i would be so cool to go i would love to go into you know part the red sea or something but um i don't know i i really enjoyed the story i really enjoyed the graphics um you know and even uh you know i th i think you said that they're right now it's not optimized for the oculus link um so i did switch it down to 72 hertz and uh turn the graphics to minimum to get it to, to run right. But they warned us right off the bat, hey, look, you play this on something besides the link because they're still working on that, correct? Yeah, the uh, big caveat here uh, from the developer, uh, the only supported headsets at this time, officially supported headsets, Oculus Rift, Oculus Rift S, and uh, HTC Vive. Everything else, you're kind of on your own. Uh, but again, Roots and I both played it with Link. I played it with my G2. And uh, I'll tell you the differences in just a moment. But first, uh, Anthony's asking in the chat, how much is, does the game cost? Uh, the retail price for it's 20 bucks. It is on sale right now for like 16 or something like that. Um, uh, so yeah, it, it just launched today. It's got a 20% launch discount. Uh, we did, of course, we didn't pay for this. Uh, we received review copies. Big thank you to Oracalcom Pictures for granting Roots and I review access. Uh, quickly, before we move on, Dave Station says he doesn't know, uh, but there have been two uh, updates to Resident Evil 7 in recent weeks. And uh, allow me to put forth a theory what that might be. Uh, you you might have heard me mention a moment ago that we learned a few things from that Capcom leak uh, that happened a month or two ago. 
Uh, we learned about Resident Evil 4 coming to Oculus. We learned that Resident Evil 8 uh, was coming to PlayStation 4 and is going to have VR support. There was another thing that they said in that uh, in that data leak, and that was that Resident Evil 7 would receive new DLC in the lead up to the release of Resident Evil 8. What they're saying is, is that there's going to be a new chapter of DLC that kind of bridges the story between Resident Evil 7 and Resident Evil 8. And when I asked you did, if you knew what those updates were, I was hoping that you would say that you didn't know, because I'm thinking that might be what this is. They might be pre-installing some stuff that has to do with that DLC, and then one day all of a sudden they turn it on and it's available for everybody. Fingers wow. crossed that's what it might be. Yeah, I thought I thought it was going to be like a hidden um, copy of VR Resident Evil 8. You can find it right in low, <laughs> snuzzled in there, right? PD made it, Roots. I, I didn't think PD was going to make it. This is firmly past his bedtime. No, he says 5 a.m. So it's, it's wake well, up time. Well, that's that's time what time to I wake, wake up. up. Yeah, you should be up. What are you, what are you doing sleeping, bro? No, I was kidding. Good morning, sir. We used your video during Roots' stream yeah. uh, because he also had the same bug that you and I had. Uh, where one of the the uh, puzzle pieces vanished from the game completely, and you had to restart to make it uh, re reappear. Yeah, I was looking for this piece that didn't exist, and Wes is like, it should be right there on that table, and I'm like, it's not here. <laughs> so I restarted, and it was suddenly it was there. Um, so yeah, I think there there's probably a couple bugs that they're um, obviously ironing out, but uh, I'll tell you what, I don't like um, puzzle games but I'm really liking this one. I like where it's going. It's uh, the story. You know, I am the uh, high priest and I have now, I'm the visitor in there. I've, I, the destruction <laughs> that's all caused in all of this, I caused it. And now I got to go back and try to figure out how to stop it. Is what, at least I think that's what's going on. So. Yeah, man. Uh, the the story is interesting. Like it's, uh, and it kind of it's kind of sad too because it you're kind of upsetting the the supernatural balance in ancient Atlantis, and we all kind of know how it ended for Atlantis, right? So it makes you feel like you're going to end up failing in the end. Yeah, well, uh, maybe not. Maybe this is where history changes, but um, because you know I've traveled through time a couple times already in this game, and uh, I went backwards, forwards. It's cool. I, I'm I'm really enjoying it. It definitely. Uh, has been way better than I would have imagined. And um, it's definitely a really good game. Yeah, so the uh, developers told us specifically that, that Oculus Quest is not supported. Told me I shouldn't play it on Oculus Quest. We both went against their uh, wishes and did it anyway. And it's quite playable. Uh, it, it can use some performance optimization, um, but it, it wasn't anything that was nausea-inducing or game-breaking. Uh, it just isn't optimized yet. There is an update coming. Uh, I have to feel like that's why they didn't release on Oculus Store. They only released on Steam. They postponed the release on the Oculus Store. That's probably why. Um, but, uh, I, you know, I didn't find it all that bad. Did you? No. No, um, the biggest uh, issue I had frame rate wise was um, at one point on the outside with all that water. And there's just so much. If I w looked in a certain way, I would be like starting to see my meter going up um but uh no it was really good so yeah. i would so, uh i'm sorry i was just gonna say i can only imagine how it runs on the uh optimized ones it's probably super smooth well i i, I played it on the g2 
and uh, absolutely no performance issues on that thing, and which was really quite amazing. And I'm, and you know, on a on a separate note, uh, the G2 in general, the way it works with the 3080 has progressively gotten better and better and better. I mean, when it first started, I, I could I couldn't turn it up over 60 percent rendering in in steam vr without it you know crapping out on me and crashing uh now i, I turn it up on 80 and then i go to the in-game settings and crank everything up to ultra and it runs fine nothing crashes and this game included um so yeah it looked really good a lot of the large grand structures in this game are quite breathtaking uh and, and the uh, level of detail is pretty good as well great lighting um awesome looking skyboxes even for those of you who uh, that's a really an important thing to um the one thing that really wasn't so great about playing it on the g2 is uh, a problem that you get with a lot of games that don't support wmr uh the controls weren't quite there mm. so like uh most of the functions were there but there was no turning like i couldn't turn i had to stand up and play uh, and turn my body physically to be able to turn also like after like playing for maybe 30 minutes or so my left hand quit working like i couldn't grab stuff with my left hand anymore so i had to do all of this mm. just right-handed which can be you know challenging with some of these puzzles you got to have both your hands but uh, we got through it um and uh, to be quite honest i wanted to test it in virtual desktop as well but we just kind of ran out of time there. Yeah. Well, we can still do it. Check it out. You know, I mean, we've, yeah, this is another thing about this game. You said it's 20 bucks. It's on sale, $2 off, I guess 20% off. And um, I, I saw somebody's video last. It said part one and it was four hours long. Cause I, you know, I'm, I'm just into chapter two and I'm like, how long is this game? I mean, it, it's gotta be a, a fairly lengthy game, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I played, I'm a little bit further than you got in it. Um, maybe it's hard to put a time frame on it, right? Because like you got through it a little faster than I did, but you you had hints and stuff where I was just kind of dumbfounded with what to do with a lot of this stuff. And uh, again, I, I got frustrated quite a bit uh, after, especially after I got to chapter two, like uh, they really don't hold your hand and you're like, this character's just sitting there looking at you and you're like what does this thing do they don't you know they should tell you what this thing does like those uh well i don't want to give it away but there's there are certain things in here that uh have pretty uh important functions to them but the game doesn't tell you what they do it's just like you got to figure it out um i feel like the puzzles themselves weren't entirely difficult uh, it was just coming to an understanding of what the items are and how they work together really was the whole challenge of it. Yeah, it's kind of like Mist, right? Mist is known for having um, puzzles like that. And they are, and I'm not saying that they're trying to be Mist, but, um, you know, I can't, I have to say something, man. That creepy eyeball pisses me off. It's following me around, Wes. It's judging me all the time. When I can't get the puzzle right, I turn around and he's like watching me. I'm like get out of here bro um but uh no this, the, i agree i i think the puzzles are they like i said um i got to that point and if it wasn't for traveling man 3775 there was a couple puzzles he helped me with that i didn't know what the hell i was doing 
and I think he was just like suggesting things. I don't know that he's played it before. Um, yeah, I was I was actually kind of impressed with him uh, because I was sitting there kind of giving you know vague hints, but he was just like nailing exactly what to do every time with his guesses. Yeah, it made me feel like maybe he'd watched somebody play it before. That's possible. But it just came out today, so I mean, how could he have? Right. That's true. That's true. Well, I, I have uh, I've enjoyed my time in it, and I uh, really want to see where the story is going. I want to know if I am the cause of it um, as the high priest, and, and you know, I, I take my my uh, responsibilities very seriously, and I don't want Atlantis to go um, in the tidal wave that I saw the vision of. It, it's just so much. It's so cool. I would recommend if you like puzzle games, uh, this is definitely uh, worth picking up, and it's not that expensive. So. Yeah, I would say so, assuming that everything runs good. And, and it seemed like for, for PD, who played it on an officially supported headset, it ran great for him. Uh, with me, there's some slight jank that I had, uh, which actually made figuring out the puzzles a little bit more difficult. It was slightly frustrating. It, it's certainly a work in progress, uh, but I like more than I didn't like about it. And uh, I feel like I'll go back into it. Now, Anthony says he would... Uh, his vote would go in t to wait until it's on sale, but it's on sale now, dude. It's twenty percent off yeah. right now, four bucks off. So um, I feel like sixteen bucks is a fair price for it, especially if it's uh, if we're not halfway through it yet. Then it's a pretty decent length because I probably played it for three to three and a half hours at this point. So. Oh wow! How see? I didn't think I put that much time into it until I realized the show was about to start and I hadn't eaten and I scrambling i was like i i just thought i would jump in for a little bit you know and the next thing i know um and i didn't want to stop i literally only stopped because i had to get to the show because um you know we were we were jamming dude we were we were finding out what was going on so yeah i, I think i made it through two more scenes after where you were at so like uh you just had made it to that guard right at the uh at the uh the place where they she's going to make you a new bracelet, right? And you had to go distract the guard. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that's the yeah. thing, man. Like I, I, I want the bracelet to be there forever, man. Every time I get this bracelet, all of a sudden it's gone again, and I'm like, man, I got to build this thing again. Um, but I'm also traveling in time, so I'm assuming that that the bracelet didn't exist or didn't have it from before. Um, so. Well, you know, and Anthony says, you know, uh, said something about it. it's a little bit too 2016, 2017 to me. Uh, you know, it just depends on what you what you like. You know what I mean? Like not every every game has to be the Asgard's Wrath. Um, but what it does do well, it's gorgeous. And uh, the puzzles are amazing. And uh, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, and Asgard's effect certainly has raised the bar. But we do need to keep it in perspective here. This is a $16 game. Uh, not a $40 game. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, and it's a different type of game too. It's, it's, it's a puzzle game. Like, like Scion, he, he's already bought it. Like he bought it uh, five minutes ago. Did he really? So like this oh, is nice. This is his type of shit though. Right. He's into this sort of thing. Oh, nice. It really depends on if you like these, these types of games or not. Um, it, it's very frustrating until it's not right. It's gratifying after, after the frustration subsides oh, dude when i was playing uh, simon says or simon or whatever with the you know with a <laughs> i was got I, I get so frustrated because i'm like i can hear the tones and i'm like man i i'm so close and you were saying you're close um but 
yeah this is definitely uh right up scion's alley i think he's gonna enjoy it and um yeah yeah i'd be interested to hear uh what he thinks about it because again you and i had to deal with a little bit of jank uh with our unsupported headsets but uh this is one situation where his cv1 is a legitimate advantage okay so now we've we've talked about what we like about it now i you know like you said in the other one there you know suggestions for synth writers well i have a couple su suggestions for the devs um and now obviously <laughs> yeah. it's number one going. yeah number one on every game we want options i want locomotion um and i and if in short of locomotion like even if you didn't put locomotion in it don't let me teleport into a wall because like I get I can't teleport onto top of tables and everything else, but I can teleport to partially in a wall, and then it's like you can't hear very well, and you kind of have to lean out to teleport out. Um, so uh, th that'd be about the only thing. But obviously, I want to run with uh, locomotion because I just can't stand teleporting. Um, that alone, uh, I would give Anthony a hundred percent props in his comment. Two thousand sixteen, two thousand seventeen. Um, nobody uses teleport anymore outside of a. Um, a secondary movement motion or option for people that get sick. Uh, I believe it should be a secondary always. Uh, but uh, again, it's it's geared towards um, the three major headsets that existed a year and a half, two years ago. And so clearly they're, you know, they're, they were putting this game out from um, an earlier time and maybe they haven't had a chance to implement uh, locomotion yet. So I will give them the benefit of the doubt as far as that goes. It's not a deal breaker for me, but um, I would I would like locomotion for me anyway. Uh, well, I did I did uh, give them a few notes after my initial uh, play session, uh, and that was one of them. I told them if they're going to launch with no smooth turning and no free locomotion, that they're going to get mixed reviews because of it. Uh, so hopefully they heard me there, and uh, we'll, we'll have that at some point in the future. Uh, I'd like to say that uh, we need to shore up the walls a little bit. Shouldn't be able to teleport through any of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because well, I did teleport through that one wall, and I was like, whoa, wait, where am I? <laughs> Dude, I got stuck way outside that wall. Like, I didn't even, like, teleport out of it. Like, I just kind of teleported in a weird way, and it shot me, like, 15 feet outside of the wow. wall. And I was like, oh, crap, dude, how do I get back in the game? And literally, when I was out there, I figured out the puzzle just by looking at it from the outside, but I couldn't get back in to do it. Oh, God. But, uh, like, um, eventually, I kind of lifted up the headset and saw where I was in my room, and I walked into my bathroom i have my guardian boundary turned off so i walked into my bathroom which put me back in the game and then at that point i could take a step back and teleport take a step back and teleport to keep myself in the the boundary until i got back into my bedroom yeah well no that i mean and literally that aside from the and i told i was asking wes literally told me before you know hey quest 2 is not supported and link they're working on it blah 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 i forgot and I was like, I got in there and I'm like, why is this like, why am I having to turn this down on this to 72 Hertz and stuff? And then I remembered, or you told me, and I was like, oh yeah, you literally told me that the devs told us not to, um, to do it on the quest too. Cause they're still working on the patch. So, um, but yeah, I would say that they, uh, they should probably work on the timing of their clues a little bit better. I had two or three situations where I was stumped on something for like 20 minutes 
And the minute I solve it, the the character gives me the clue that would have given me the answer. Mm. Like, I don't need it now. I just did it. Didn't you see me do it? You know, <laughs> uh, it did that like repeatedly a, a couple of times. And I was just like, wow, uh, what well, it was waiting on me to solve it, to tell me the clue. I, mean, I don't get that. Yeah. No, I, I see this. This is where I, the sign's going to love this game, I think. And, uh, and I almost want to watch sign film it, dude. I'd be interested in watching you play through it. Cause, uh, it'd be a good, um, see how you're how you handle puzzles right so yeah and again it's really not the puzzle so much as the uh the the things that you need to it's like after you see the puzzle then you know what it is but you you don't even realize that there's a puzzle there for a while and you know you start to wonder because of all the other residual jank you're starting to wonder if the game is glitching out again and maybe maybe there's no answer but if you stick with it, eventually you'll find the answer. Unless there's a puzzle piece missing, then you, you might legitimately have a glitch. But uh, we're talking about a specific puzzle piece. so Yeah, well, and I'm sure they'll be fixing that um, shortly. So hopefully yeah. that won't be many people's issues. But overall, a good experience. Again, far from perfect, but uh, whatever is on uh, day one, right? It's day one jank. It happens to... Uh, all indie games almost so uh it is to be expected no well, and this game released in a better form than medal of honor did so and that's not an indie company so. <laughs> yeah yeah i can say that for sure yeah anyway uh unless you got anything else i think that's going to wrap us up no no i think that's it all right well i want to thank you all for uh showing out especially our friends overseas showing up at breakfast time pre-breakfast uh what troopers you guys are uh thanks for all of you showing up and chatting uh again for those of you new to the channel if you haven't already please hit the big red button give us those clicks bro we need the clicks to grow and it's just you know it's just a click what are you doing click yeah. the things and we're so close you know like i many people have said uh gamer tag included uh we're very close to a thousand and uh we just want to get to that mile mark um and then blow past the next one after that Hopefully. Yep, dude. It's a rocket ship to the moon. Roots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, for those of you who have been subscribers for a long time, of course, if you'd like to do a little something more, you can do so by supporting us on Patreon, where for as little as $3 per month, you can gain access to our weekly show notes, as well as the sometimes, sometimes occasional and always awesome money show. Uh, so, yeah, $3 a month get you some pretty awesome stuff there. And we do appreciate those of you who support us on Patreon. Definitely. Uh, of course, for those of you who do not want the conversation to end, well, it never ends friends on our discord. Just scroll down below. You'll see an invitation down there to join our discord. This is where we live. This is where the people in the chat live and hang out. And uh, we do everything there. We cook breakfast together. We, we go to the bathroom. We live there, bro. Literally, it's a physical place that we dwell. And you can dwell there, too. Just click the link, take the red pill, sign the contract. Yeah, you just got to click. Just do a bunch of clicking. That's all you got to do. Just click, click everything, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, with that said, friends, we'd like to thank you once again for watching. For Roots, I'm Wes. We'll see you Sunday, maybe sooner. Bye-bye.